0: Hello everybody. Welcome into Camel Call Friday with Evan Budrovich. I'm Chris Haymeyer. We got a lot of basketball to talk to you about. And even though class is out of session, graduation is happening this weekend. We still have some Campbell Athletics next week, but we were just talking about it. Evan, a good place to start off. This is the latest Campbell Athletics Hall of Fame class was just named this week. The ceremony, of course, will be um in the winter, but uh but just a fantastic, fantastic class.
1: What I love about this class too, and this speaks to Campbell athletics history. Three of the five Hall of Famers are multi-sport athletes. This was an era and I think of Wanda Watkins playing softball, coaching field hockey, and playing women's basketball. Yeah. Like that's the era of the <laughs> 70s and 80s at Campbell where you were involved in everything on campus. There weren't the five or 600 athletes there are now. There maybe were 200. So you were a part of everything. And it's neat to have tennis players and softball. And of course, Cordell Wise on the basketball side. And he was a track athlete as well here at Campbell. So having that balance will be awesome. And then the most recent alumni class was a lot of 90s and, and more recent, getting folks who were left out from previous years. Now we can dig back in the archives. And this is Stan Cole's dream, sitting in a closet, running through stats and old pictures and developing those stories. So come January, I'm pumped to see these people back on campus.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's such a good class. The, the, the Hall of Fame fell out of becoming an annual thing. So we have this backlog of, of amazing people. And And for those, we talk often on this show that this past decade has been the golden era, and that's with consistent winning at the team level. But that's taking nothing away from there might not have been the conference championship ones, but, but guys that were incredible. And you talk about the multiple sports athletes that it's interesting to see 50s, 60s, 70s. Rodrigo Caigue was a four-time Big South Conference singles and doubles champion in tennis. Right there, you're going to go in the Hall of Fame. He also is 15th on the school's career soccer list in scoring. The career scoring list in soccer was 67 points in the Big South in 1992. This wasn't back in the NAIA days that he did both. He was a champion doubles and singles tennis player and a great soccer player. That's incredible. And he scored the game-winning
1: goal against Duke when Stan Cole was a freshman back in 88. So it connects like 50 (laughs) years of history, all with one athlete. I love, too, because in this list, you think of Barbara Fox, who played basketball, softball, and in Campbell's short window in the
0: 70s with Title IX, field hockey. And and this is a chapter that I'm glad this, because you, you talk about the connection with Wanda Watkins and field hockey, and people look at you and say... That's impossible. There was not a field hockey team here. I'm hoping that this opens up for a Tales from the Creek or you and I can really explore the field hockey history here at Campbell. That sounds like a great podcast because it (laughs)
1: wasn't a long tenure. It was like 8 to 10 years, but it was in an avenue when Title IX was basically coming to the forefront and new sports were being added. There were a lot of Carolina schools with field hockey. It was a popular youth sport in the 70s and 80s tied to the Olympics. I don't know the reasons why it fell off the earth, at least here. But you're right, being able to honor some athletes that were a part of that, that, that'll be awesome.
0: Yeah, it's great. And then, oh, by the way, Earl Stevenson was a Major League Baseball player in the 60s and 70s, made it to the major leagues and, and hasn't yet been honored for, for, for doing that, which is which is incredible. Aaron Switowski, who is sort of a modern era just back 15 years ago, but she's someone that now coaches, and and you've heard her name. When I started back here in 2011, hey, this is one of the best players that we've had in the last 10 years. And then Cordell Wise, um, the first... you know not only black athlete here at Campbell but black student from um from everything i've read and again you know the, the 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 history and everything that that he had done to 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 break a barrier here at Campbell in this region in this time in the 70s just there is no one more deserving of, of all these deserving people. So such an exciting class. Campbell was not integrated until 1969. To give you some perspective, a lot of folks
1: on the East Coast, that was very common. Me growing up on the West Coast, that was an adjustment learning yep. about this, right? And talking to Cordell at homecoming weekend, he came back for his 50-year anniversary. The appreciation he has for this place, both the faith aspect and then Coach Fred McCall and his coaching staff that brought him in. A neat story with graduation coming up, McCall's family lineage, Leah McCall Devlin, who works at UNC now, she's coming back as an honorary speaker at graduation. So there's there's some neat elements to the whole McCall family. We touched on him at the documentary, for the Campbell basketball documentary. And for the story of Cordell, it's, it's almost hard to explain breaking barriers because you think a college is like a place where you're pushing forward and learning yeah. and growing. And this was a time at Campbell where things were changing. And it may not have been the best experience for him early, but he speaks so highly of his career as a player, interacting with his student body and being back at homecoming. 30, 40 alums from the 70s all walked up and new Cordell, yeah. knew his stats, knew his stories, went to Carter gym and watched him play. That's the stuff that really piques my interest.
0: Yeah. And and Billy Liggett did a did a fantastic article on him in the magazine. Um, if you if you search Cordell wise, and again, this also gives us the opportunity. Um, if you missed his, his story that you would be able to, um, say his story. So, uh, just a fantastic, uh, just a fantastic thing going on. And again, um, it'll, it'll be great. The hall of fame, um, induction coming up. And we have the host of the hall of fame on this podcast. Yes. You are yes. the, the master of ceremonies. I, I, I am the master of ceremonies. And this year, speaking of dynamite, uh, dynamite lead in here, that this will be on January 27th on the Saturday. It's a, it's a home basketball game day, but for the first time um, in some time, you're going to be able to purchase a ticket to to go. It, it's a great meal. Again, everybody comes up and speak. It's a, it's a really nice event. It's held in the student union. So uh, tickets uh, available on gocamels.com and you can also uh, go to the game right after it. So it should be good. Speaking of games... This is the uh, post-finals time where Campbell getting their legs back. So um, there has been a lot of offense shown in Gore Arena. The Campbell men's basketball team, they are bouncing back, coming back off of finals beating up on Pfeiffer, uh, putting up 88 points against them. As we're taping this, we are between our women's basketball after finals, 11-30 game. Evan has been on the air for six straight hours now. They put up 99 against Lancaster. Bible Campbell will take on another non-D1 tonight against St. Augs. And then, especially for the women, you can talk about what you saw for them today. But boy, they are not cruising into Christmas break. They are on the road taking on two former conference champions. First, a
1: fun note for that game Thursday, as you're listening Friday, Chucky Brown, the head coach of St. Augustine, which you forget about the NC State ties. He played in the NBA and all that. So the women's team, they were clearly the better team. But Christabel Azuma, in 15 minutes, had 23 points, and set a career-high 16 rebounds. Remember, 15 minutes. She didn't play the second half. She (laughs) played the first half and set all those records. Now, she was seven inches taller than everybody else on the court. But now she's top 50 in the country in blocks. In rebounds, she's top five in scoring in the CA. Like, this is a legit player you get to watch every night, and she's really good.
0: I, I commented to my dad that they came to watch the game that it looked like Gulliver's travel. She was that much bigger than everyone. It looked like a grown woman playing with girls, and again, we knew what we were getting with Lancaster Bible there was a there was a team that that left they had another one scheduled and they had to cancel and so Lancaster Bible came in and thanks to them but man there was a there was no match for what is a very very good Campbell women's team and
1: congrats to Shaituli 1200 career points 1200
0: career points Just she's moving
1: into the top 5 and scoring at Campbell and she won't reach the all-time mark but for her in 6 years yeah. to turn this into a she was an all-conference freshman. Had two injured years mixed in. Won a conference title in the middle of it, and now can be one of the best players in a second conference. That's a great six-year arc.
0: And then a a Campbell team that they go all the way to Johnson City, Tennessee. They'll take on ETSU. Great team. Won their conference Megan last Ball's year. Former program. That is That's right. Where it all ties together, and it all goes there. That's a great game. And then on the twenty-first, they take on High Point. Uh, of course, say. the old rivals. They were the, the they were the team that. Uh, that won the the conference last year and, and, you know, kudos again, we've talked to him and he said, I want to play high point every year when we talked to Ronnie Fisher and he knows nothing is going to prepare him more for conference play than taking on these two teams. So uh, a a lot going on next week. Faith
1: Price, former Campbell player who's bounced around a couple of times but she's now at high point and Lauren Bevis, the short all conference guard from Gardner Webb, has transferred to high So a lot of familiar names.
0: Yeah, no doubt. It will be uh, certainly something, um, both of those games on the road will be on ESPN+. Back here on Monday, Campbellman's basketball team hop back up, taking on a Morgan State team in D1. It'll be the Christmas game, giving away ornaments, pictures with uh, Gaylord Claus, Santa Gaylord. That's oh, it's Camel Claus. It's Camel Claus. It definitely All is right. Camel Claus. Camel Claus, big camel Gaylord. Guy. Gaylord will be um, in the Camel and costume. And Gladys in her
1: new outfit with the updated Campbell logo on it. Breaking news, okay. New fit for Gladys. All right, all right. We put a test on it with a President Creed Christmas video
0: that's coming out on Monday as well, so you can watch the video and then watch the game with Gladys in her new outfit. Well, I mean, and that's why many people tune in here, not only getting the (laughs) lowdown on Campbell Athletics, but you always let stuff spill, whether you're supposed to or not, about what's going on over on the university side of things. But we do film a Christmas spoof every year. Last year was Love Actually. With yeah. The love card scene. That was great. And you show me a couple of what you guys have have going from this year. And it's going to be, I, I can't wait. It's going to be almost or or even better. And and hats off again to the to the headman, um, President Creed, who you come with him with some crazy ideas, and he's like, Evan, let's do him. He and says he's yes, always about done nine out of the
1: ten times, which I, <laughs> I love that philosophy.
0: <laughs> but uh all of that and Campbell uh, taking on Morgan State for uh, men's basketball. And then on the 19th, hopefully you're off work, or hopefully you have saved up some sick days because we got wrestling all day. Campbell welcomes two Power Fives to town, Stanford and Purdue. Stanford ranked 19th in the country. North Dakota State also flies in, so it's a quad, meaning that there will be two duels going There's on at the from same time. to sunset. One Three and five, but two mats will be going on, right. four different teams, and the big news out of all this, hey, that's enough. You're, you're getting these guys in here, you're getting to Stanford, you're getting to Purdue in, but it's going to be on UFC Fight Pass, and that is going to be the first ever broadcasts from UFC Fight Pass on a college campus. So just a sensational what, again, Scotty Sintes and his wrestling team that is ranked in the top 30 in every poll. They have six nationally ranked And ro- think about wrestlers. the
1: conversations we had three years ago when Fight Pass reached out to yeah. Scotty. We were in an ESPN Plus contract. There were some negotiations with SoCon, and this has really opened up with our move to the CAA. Has created now, Campbell's been on national streaming yeah. UFC Fight Pass three times in basically two months. That is incredible exposure. They had a pin for Ty Galliali from the Wyoming matchup. Four million views. Yeah. From one pin. Not to even mention the streaming and then the YouTube. That was just Twitter views of one individual bout. Like that is incredible viewership for Campbell Wrestling.
0: It has done so much. And uh if you missed it. Um, it, it just dropped, but our camel call live, uh, on Monday was all about wrestling. And so not only do we talk about, uh, we talked to Levi Hopkins, one of our ranked wrestlers who has been here for five years now in the NBA program, uh, much like Evan, but then also to, um, we talked about that exposure, um, with coach win. Uh, so just, uh, it, it it was fun and go back and listen. It'll get you ready for the wrestling that we're going to see next week.
1: Wynn and Jesse Mahalik are a great power couple on campus.
0: There's no doubt. For Evan, I'm Chris saying thanks for tuning in. This has been Camel Call Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody.